The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. We want to welcome you to Medjinomics. The purpose of this program that we started to broadcast is about everything Our Lady speaks about and her message has a connotation for everything in the world. If she's going to change the world's directions, she has to give a commentary on everything that's in the world. And Medjinomics, of course, and finances is what Satan talks about, neither buyer nor sell anything when his time comes. And of course, we see these things happening. And today's broadcast is going to be really deep in, into this. We designed a one-ounce silver piece called the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Round. And the specialty round is to help you save your funds, your monies, in that. I just read this past week a piece by David Engstrom. He has a blog about metals it's probably the, the finest piece I've ever read in explaining why you would not want to have money in the bank. You would not want to have high-risk investments. Why you might want to take out some of your 401k, if not all of it, for where we're headed. 
And the biggest point that he makes in what you're about to hear in his sermon, if you want to call it that, is that you have no wealth protection in the direction that the world's going. They're taking everything away from you that will protect what you have, be it little, be it moderate, be it wealthy, extremely wealthy. You have no protection to keep that now where we're headed. So we're going to enter into this piece. We recommend you listen very carefully to every word and that you actually re-listen to this. There's a lot of teachings in this, and it's very easy to be convicted, not convinced. There's no convincing to facts. It's conviction. You either act on it or you don't. So we go in now and begin this piece. Ban on Cash, Coming to America by David Engstrom A firestorm of speculative commentary has been ignited by reports that J.P. Morgan Chase has ceased to accept cash for payments on credit cards, mortgages, auto loans, lines of credit, and so on. Not to defend any bank actions, but it is not difficult to imagine the confused look of a teller when you show up with a bundle of cash and instructions on how to apply the cash toward a loan payment. Of course, it would beg the question, where did you get the cash? Did you steal it? Is it unreported income? Did you print it yourself? Or are you just trying to make a point? Point being, a ban on cash has begun. It has long been argued that cash is a relic. It's dangerous to carry large amounts. Counterfeiting is still a threat. Cash enables a myriad of illegal transactions, especially when it comes to drugs and gang violence. And, to the extent one can earn cash and bypass tax laws, that hurts everyone. Besides, the digital alternative is so much more convenient and efficient. Scan your wallet over the Starbucks payment device or transfer money to your college kid with two clicks of a mouse. These are arguments in favor of eliminating cash. As you see, they are compelling. Nonetheless, the dollar bills in your pocket are supposed to be legal tender for all debts, public and private. Instead, a shift in sentiment is relegating the role of cash to a tool used by criminals to somehow defraud the system. The reality is this. There is already so little cash in circulation as compared to the digital transactions taking place at every level of the economy and in the financial system, that eliminating cash won't matter one bit or bite. How ironic, as it was cash that once replaced gold and silver coins, under the auspices that cash was as good as gold, and in fact, backed by gold and silver. This is how far we have come in the evolution of money. Ben Bernanke once responded to the question, is gold money? With the simple answer of no. The reality is this. There is already so little cash in circulation as compared to the digital transactions taking place at every level of the economy and in the financial system that eliminating cash won't matter one bit or bite. This will be illustrated further into this report. Nonetheless, it appears we are now near a time when cash won't be money either. But why? 
indeed, some point to practical reasons for its elimination, as previously mentioned. Others claim an insidious plot by the banks to control all your money, for many reasons, and cash just gets in the way. Government is interested in making sure all taxes are collected, and when it comes to actions that may threaten national security, monitoring the digital footprint of suspicious transactions is a priority, while still others point to an end-time scenario where you cannot buy or sell without using a numbered account. Nations are currently either proposing or rolling out programs that will ban cash from certain transactions, if not completely. So go ahead. Pick your reason and know the end of cash is coming. Now, it's your turn to get educated and see if there's an opportunity that may change how you invest or protect your assets. The Global War on Cash Reaches DEFCON 2 The war against cash has gone global. At midnight on November 8, 2016, the government of India announced a ban on 500 and 1,000 rupee notes. Each represents the equivalent of about $6 and $12, respectively. The ban was imposed in an effort to stomp out the cash economy, where cash transactions go unreported and untaxed. Subsequently, there was a run on gold. Reports came in that Indian citizens were willing to pay in excess of 2000 US dollars for an ounce of gold, which was more than a 50% premium over the current price. On November 24, 2016, an International Business Times report stated that U.S. Citibank's Australian branches were going cashless, along with about 900 of Sweden's 1,600 branches. ATMs are also disappearing from the banking landscape. And, as reported by Zero Hedge, France has banned any transaction over 1,000 euros from using physical cash. Spain has banned transactions over 2,500 euros. Uruguay has banned transactions over $5,000. Outside of these countries, Canada, Norway, Denmark, Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, and Mexico, and other nations are currently either proposing or rolling out programs that will ban cash from certain transactions, if not completely. In the U.S., the war against cash is perhaps more covert. Yes, domestic banks are restricting the use of cash to make loan payments, prohibiting the storage of cash in certain safety deposit boxes, and the withdrawal of cash from bank accounts is becoming more difficult. Just try to give a cashier $100 for a $25 purchase and see how many stores don't have change. Banning Cash in America A first step toward banning cash in America is the proposed elimination of the $100 bill. Currently, a number of economists are calling for exactly this. Former Secretary of Treasury Larry Summers is a prominent voice in the argument to eliminate the $100 bill. Harvard professor Ken Rogoff is another strong advocate. The next step took place recently as the world's elites gathered in Davos, Switzerland, for the Davos Economic Forum. Here, the cry from elites went out for the elimination of cash in the United States. 
Joseph Stiglitz, the Nobel Prize-winning professor from Columbia University, reportedly made this statement during the forum. I believe very strongly that countries like the United States could and should move to a digital currency. In a CNBC interview from Davos, PayPal CEO Daniel Shulman also called for the elimination of cash, citing the fact that processing cash to include checks was costly and wasteful. He said digital transactions are cheaper because they are not subject to fees that often come with cashing checks or transferring money in person. So while the supply of currency has decreased by some $300 billion, the overall money supply has increased by nearly $400 billion. Are there other signs that cash is becoming endangered? Now, shocking evidence that this process may have already begun has just been uncovered. On September 29, 2016, the monetary base, as reported by usdebtclock.org, was counting backwards. The monetary base is defined as the total amount of currency that is either circulated in the hands of the public or in the commercial bank deposits held in the central bank's reserves. On September 29, 2016, the total of these reserves shown to exist were $3.8 trillion. At the same time, the M2 money supply, consisting of M1, includes physical currency, plus savings, deposits, small denomination time deposits, individual retirement accounts, IRA, and KEO balances at depository institutions, and balances in retail money market mutual funds was $13 trillion. Now, let's do a little time travel into the future of our money supply. According to the usdebtclock.org, by 2021, the supply of currency is now projected to fall by 8% to $3.5 trillion. This number is still falling now and will continue in the future. Given a projected 8% rise in GDP during the same period, a falling supply of cash is contrary to the trend. Most astonishing, however, is the projected 30% rise of M2 to $16.8 trillion. The rise of digital money appears to be correlated to the declining supply of currency. This trend will continue as technology dictates cultural shifts that drive digital transactions and eliminate the need for cash. While real cash disappears and the supply of digital cash grows, our national debt increases at a rate of $2.2 billion per week, and U.S. total debt, including unfunded liabilities, grows at a rate of more than $16 billion per day. Meanwhile, currency and credit derivatives currently exceed $500 trillion. Who says you need cash to run a growing economy? In this context, cash is already gone. You can hardly blame cash for the tremendous bubbles that have been blown up in our financial system. In fact, you could make the case that digital money has enabled the expansion of the biggest debt bubbles in history.
The minimal amount of cash circulating in our multi-trillion dollar system could be compared to a bag of quarters circulating in Disney World. The vast majority of payments are electronic. What remains are merely tattered remnants of a flourishing society. As these last remnants of cash finally disappear, so too will our protection against wealth destruction. Alan Greenspan once wrote, In the absence of the gold standard, there is no way to protect savings from confiscation through inflation. There is no safe store of value. If there were, the government would have to make its holding illegal, as was done in the case of gold. If everyone decided, for example, to convert all his bank deposits to silver or copper or any other good, and thereafter declined to accept checks as payment for goods, bank deposits would lose their purchasing power, and government-created bank credit would be worthless as a claim on goods. The financial policy of the welfare state requires there be no way for the owners of wealth to protect themselves. Perhaps no truer words were ever written. Alan Greenspan wrote them in 1966, a time when cash was still backed by gold. Since then, and as a consequence of cash losing its gold backing in 1971, inflation has robbed the dollar of 87% of its purchasing power. If this is the consequence of a financial system no longer backed by gold, what now are the consequences of a financial system where there is no cash? Think about it. Negative interest rates. Without cash, there would be no way to protect yourself against negative interest rates, where your money diminishes over time because it costs you to keep it in the financial system. Today, it is estimated that nearly one-third of all bonds held globally pay negative returns. That is to say, it may cost $101 to purchase a bond that matures at $100 face value. Bail-ins New laws written to protect banks against failure now allow failed banks to confiscate depositor funds to facilitate a bail-in. As the depositor, you basically become the creditor when the balance sheet goes south. Holding cash in hand could insulate one from having to personally bail out your own bank. The Power to Tax Today, politicians talk about the tax return filed on a postcard. However, if there were no cash and all you earn and spend is digitally recorded, the potential exists for the IRS to simply take taxes from an account on an as-needed basis. Does this feel like a slippery slope? Hackability Internet banking and digital fund transfers have given birth to a new kind of robber, the hacker. Certainly, the elimination of cash does not ensure the elimination of theft. While technology tries to keep up with the bad guys, they always seem to be one step ahead. Electronic System Failures Occasionally, cell phones drop calls, satellite TV goes blank, and cable internet stops working. When your wealth is converted to a collection of bits and bytes, how safe is it really? Will your money be accessible when systems are down? Privacy 
As the argument goes, if you have nothing to hide, why do you need privacy? Spending habits will create a detailed digital footprint, and privacy will be compromised. Does it matter that your whereabouts and your activities are known? If you are one who has stashed cash in the mattress or behind a loose brick, imagine the pain if it is one day announced that we have a new currency or no currency. Or what if one day we learn the world has a new reserve currency? The dollar would plummet in value. It's already in a decline. And you would be left holding a pile of currency relegated to the role of fireplace kindling. Imagine a mound of $20 bills laying right next to the pile of wood that you could not buy with the cash you now use to start your fire. Why would you want to store something whose value can disappear or be reduced in the blink of an eye? Why would you ascribe any value to something the government can print at a whim by the trillions? And if you use cash to buy bonds, the returns you get basically scream that your dollar is going to be worth less when this bond matures than it is today. The Last Defense Against Total Wealth Destruction Now that we have settled on the inevitability that the end of cash is approaching, what do we do about it? I say, let them do away with cash. Take advantage of the fact that the end of the dollar bill is coming. How? It's simple. Don't bet on physical currency. While the dollar is high, diversify dollars into real assets. Identify assets that can never be worth zero. Warren Buffett owns railroads. Goldman Sachs tried to stockpile aluminum. J.P. Morgan is stockpiling silver. Oil barons are buying up oil rigs. Farmland sales are booming. Chinese citizens are stashing gold, and billionaires are buying collectible art and tons of physical gold and silver. If you think the end of the dollar is coming, don't stash cash. Don't whine when the banker tells you he doesn't accept bills anymore. Instead, go with it. Own something real like physical gold or silver, just like smart money is doing all over the world. This piece you just heard, you should listen to several times. This is my third or fourth time I've read it, and it speaks to me. In fact, you should download the transcript of it and read with listening to it, because this is probably the most important broadcast we've done on what you need to do or look at what you need to do in making your decisions. It's very educational. It enlightens truth, and you know when you hear truth, when you hear the things that men said, like willing to pay in excess of $2,000, this is Indian citizens, for an ounce of gold, which was more than 50% of the premium over the current price. When you hear Australia, Sweden, France, Spain, Uruguay, Canada, Norway, Denmark, New Zealand, Ireland, Mexico, and other nations are currently either proposing rolling out programs that will ban cash for certain transactions, if not completely, should shake you. It also said in this writing, the U.S., the war against cash is perhaps more covert. The storage of cash in certain safety deposit boxes, the withdrawal of cash from the banks is becoming more difficult. 
And then all these things, where does it come from? Always, always from the universities. Harvard professor Ken Rogroff is another strong advocate to get rid of the cash. Joseph Sticklick, a Nobel Prize winning professor from Columbia University, says, I believe very strongly that countries like the United States could and should move to digital currency. What for? What's the reason? Why is this their cause? What's behind it? Is it control? Why would you have such idealism of currency should go away? Because it gravitates toward what evil can control people. That's what the whole left is about now. Control. They're out of control now, screaming at us in Congress and all these places in the government the left is, which represents dark. Because they're losing control over our thoughts and our movements. I heard somebody say the other day, this isn't going to be the country I know because the country that we've known for the last 30 years is underneath darkness. And they don't like the way it's going. And they're saying these things. This is not our country. Well, it's a paradox because what they're saying is true. It's not our country. It's not the way its founders dictated us to live and be a rule of law, a moral law, a natural law. It also talked about unfunded liabilities grows at a rate of more than $16 billion a day. How do you do that? You can pull that out and just create digital currency. So they decrease paper currency and just replace it with digital. It doesn't exist. The minimum amount of cash circulating in the multi-trillion dollar system could be compared to a bag of quarters circulating in Disney World. In other words, if you go in Disney World with a bag of quarters, that's what is the equivalent of cash they're taking in a day at Disney World. I remember years ago when we used to do those things, you got so much credit. They had their own card at that time. I don't know what it is now now because we don't take our children and we don't go to these places that promote abomination. But think about that. The minimal amount of cash circulating in our multi-trillion dollar system could be compared to a bag of quarters circulating in Disney World. The vast majority of payments are electronics. What remains are merely tattered remnants of a flourishing society. If you're using cash on everything, you're the remnant. We talk about a lady raising up a people, the remnant. So we need to hold to the values of what is value. At last, the remnants of cash finally disappear. And this is the biggest thing that struck me. As these last remnants of cash finally disappear, so too will our protection against wealth destruction. Your wealth and its destruction is totally in the hands of a system. If you have silver, if you had the miraculous Medjugorje round, which we minted for the purpose of conversion and to sanctify your wealth, they can't erase that electronically. And your protection against wealth destruction which they hate because they're in darkness, is insured. Now, they can confiscate it, but if they do that, you lose it anyway. At least you got some means, and the whole thing was talking about, there is no safe stores of value. How do you store your wealth? One point 
needs to be made, and speaking of what I said a moment ago about confiscation, one thing that did happen when they decided to confiscate gold, I think it was 1929, somewhere around that, they knew they couldn't pass the law to confiscate people's gold, just blanket, all gold. So the crosses and the medals or religious figures or whatever, they couldn't do that. Anything religious, they didn't confiscate. They knew they'd have a rebellion on it. And that's one beautiful thing about the miraculous medal, Medjugorje around, is purpose is for conversion. The whole writing about it, it ain't going to happen, is about that. So there's plenty of evidence for that. So that would be a real argument that they can't confiscate your silver. Whereas it's just normal silver or gold, they could. And the evidence of what you heard on this whole read, we're headed that way. There will be no way for the owners of wealth to protect themselves. You have to think about this. Reason out the truth. How do you do that? In 1971, they took our currency off being backed by gold. As a result, the inflation robbed the dollar of 87%. That means the dollar today is 13 cents of its value when it was backed by gold. You think it's going to get any better? And when it goes to digital, what do you think it's going to be worth? So why would you store something whose value can disappear or be reduced in a blink of an eye? People, our lady is here because Yvonne said, now you don't understand why lady's here every day, but there will be physical changes in the world. And then you'll understand. That's going to be across the whole earth. And everything in the end times is tied to money. So why do we do what we do? Because in the scriptures, it talks about the wise servant who is going to be discharged by his master. So he went and used everything he had, who had grown wheat, and say, cut that down to half. He went to everybody and says, I'm going to do this. I may get in trouble. And if I get caught, just remember me. He said, oh, you're welcome here. So he started using everything from the oils that was loaned money to the master. He worked his way, and he, he used things very cleverly of the world to ensure himself some kind of insurance of protection. And this is what this is about. And Jesus relays in the scriptures, in the parable, do you do the same thing? The worldly are very smart. We're not. And they're way ahead of us. Last measure, not I talk about the name game. You know what MAGA means? How many of you know what MAGA means? I'm referring now off the subject we're talking now to make a point about this subject today. Last Thursday we talked about verbiage is the war. MAGA means nothing when you hear it. Even when you know the name of it, it's weak. And I guarantee you, your side, our side, the side of right, didn't come up with this abbreviation. They came up that. They're probably even printing the hats that you're going to start seeing it. And the verbiage going into the media. The media, the leftist, comes up with this. MAGA, M means make. A means America. G means great. A means again. Make America great again. You're going to hear more and more of this because this comes from the left. We didn't come up and abbreviate that. They want to erase what Trump wants to do. They want to erase what a lady wants to do. They want to erase what we all want to make America great again. America's exceptionalism is based in its moral basis of man and God and moral order and the natural law. And the left hates this. Those who are the dark hates it. And that's why you see these things come up. So now they got to change everything to MAGA. 
does that remind you of make America great again? Don't use that and tell everybody and correct them. Say, don't say that because that means nothing. But when you say make America great again, it means something. And so it's the same way with money, same way with electronics. They make you think something that's there that's not to weaken the wealth and then control their power over you. And just like MAGA, it weakens what it says so that won't happen. They start everything with verbiage. All this is important to understand. You got to be educated. You got to know your enemy and know yourself to win what's happening. This is a straightforward broadcast today. This is very clear what you have to do. And if you don't act on it, it's going to cost you. The best assets to have is your house over your head paid for, your land paid for, your animals paid for. Anywhere else after that needs to be saved in metal. Silver is a man's exchange. Why do we say 0.999% silver? Why not 100% silver? Because silver, if it's 100%, it's too weak. They have to put copper in it. The rounds have 0.001 compared to 0.99% silver. Or you might want to say the percentage of 0.1 percentage. And you have to have that copper in there to strengthen it. Your one ounce round of the Silver Eagle is weak compared to the Maracas Medjugorje round, which is more powerful and worth more. Why? Because it ties to salvation. It's got the Maracas medal on it. People who have it, our lady said in 1987 to Maria, those who carry it, who have it on their person, can convert. And she says, pray for that. So I brought the whole concept together after seeing Lady of Medjugorje's message about this, and Lady reinvigorated it November 27, 1987. And when she invigorated it, it empowered it. So we came up with all this, and even the nonprofit of Caritas, I heard about a Catholic hospital in Birmingham called St. Vincent's Hospital, that they own some for-profit operations to help fund their mission. And so we came up with the concept of Century Silver, which is for profit, and anything it pays, it pays a dividend at the end of the year and help Caritas fund its mission, print its material, buy land to protect sites here, run operations in Medjugorje, basically to help this mission expand itself to cover the world, especially when the secrets come out. So the conception of this on the eve of the dawn or latest century at the end of the century, as we approach it, in the 100th anniversary of October 13th, the 100th anniversary there, the century is there. Our Lady says, December 25th, 1999, a new possibility for peace is open. Only in this way, little children, this century will be for you a time of peace and well-being. Our Lady don't want you to be in the gutter. And so we conceived the for-profit of Century Silver Exchange. Its purpose is to distribute the miraculous metal Medjugorje around, sanctifying your wealth and purpose. This is about using your wealth for evangelization, yet at the same time, a time of peace and well-being for you. It doesn't mean you won't suffer. It doesn't mean everything's going to be put in that and you're storing something but you need to protect your wealth you need to have wealth protection and I strongly 
strongly, strongly, like I always says, pray, pray, pray that you go back and re-listen to this broadcast and learn every fact in this. Verify the, the dates at midnight when they do this covert stuff. Look at what's going on. This is not conjecture. This is not opinionated. There's facts there. There's nothing else to be said in regards to that. You need to be in serious prayer about the decisions you need to be making now. Evaluate everything. That's what I'm here for. That's what the message is for. So to put your assets in something solid, the miraculous measure around was created for that purpose and to sanctify what you have and to bring conversion to others. Before we close, we'll give you information how to contact Century Silver. How do you protect your assets from the war on cash? Some financial experts recommend moving a meaningful portion of your cash or paper investments, such as a 401k or retirement account, into precious metals. Century Silver Exchange is a company that helps people exchange their paper dollars for 0.999 pure silver in the miraculous metal Medjugorje round, a one troy ounce silver piece. You may contact Century Silver Exchange by calling 1-877-936-7686. That's 1-877-936-7686. What do some experts say is a meaningful portion? Enough that it will make a difference to you if you need it. A meaningful portion may mean different things to different people. By what you have just heard, do you really want your money to stay in the bank and to continue saving in the same way? Or do you want to start saving in metals? Each person must do their own research and make their own decision as to whether to purchase precious metals and how much to purchase. Again, to contact Century Silver Exchange about the 0.999 Pure Silver Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Round, you may call 1-877-936-7686. Caritas of Birmingham has a spiritual mission. Our spiritual mission is first to witness Our Lady's way by helping to spread Our Lady's messages around the world, and second to work for the conversion and salvation of the world. We believe the miraculous medal Medjugorje Round helps accomplish this mission. In order to allow the ordering, payment, and distribution of the miraculous medal Medjugorje Round to be managed with the highest possible integrity, transparency, and service, Caritas of Birmingham decided to form Century Silver Exchange, Inc., a separate, for-profit subsidiary owned entirely by Caritas of Birmingham. Century Silver Exchange, Inc. contracts with a private mint not owned directly or indirectly by Caritas of Birmingham to produce miraculous metal Medjugorje rounds. Upon placement and payment of an order with Century Silver Exchange, Inc., this independent mint will produce and deliver the rounds. Neither Century Silver Exchange nor Caritas of Birmingham will handle the production or delivery of the rounds. No inventory of miraculous metal Medjugorje rounds will be maintained by Century Silver Exchange, Inc. Century Silver Exchange, Inc. bears its own expenses and will pay any income tax due on any earnings. 
at the end of each year, Century Silver Exchange Inc. will make a dividend distribution to Caritas of Birmingham of any remaining earnings, which Caritas of Birmingham intends to use to further the mission of Caritas of Birmingham. So deeply reflect on your moves you need to make. Don't procrastinate. When God shows you truth, act on it. We've been in prayer for everything we do and every step we take. And because of that, we can come up with these things to change everything in the world to advantage heaven and your well-being, especially for this next century. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Mechigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.